Hey, Mom, are you still there? I'm still here. Okay, cool. This should be recording now on SoundCloud. So, <laughs> so the thing was, I was actually, when I met with Paul and Laura, we talked about them, you know, being teachers. I realized that there is, like, there's a lot of teachers in our family. Um, <laughs> and it kind of goes back to granddad. Right. That's, so, right, that's right. I think he was the first, the first one that that went in that direction. Yeah. Tell me about him. <laughs> <laughs> Your granddad, what a man, a man <laughs> who uh, was full of dire- full of direction. I think from the stories I've heard from when he was younger, he knew exactly where he wanted to go on and what he wanted to do. Left Cornwall, which was a very uh, rural background for him, and moved out into the world full of ideas, full of uh, confidence in his own ideas, but all mm-hmm. the time based in, I think fantastic thing about your granddad was that it was always based in, in reality. You know, it always kind of went back to if he wasn't sure about something, he'd go out into the garden and, and dig uh, for mm-hmm. a while. And uh, yeah, one of his fav- my favorite comments from him is, you know, you've got to just go out into the garden and listen to everything grow. And that will help <laughs> you to... <laughs> that will help you to put things into perspective. Yeah. So that was that was the kind of calm down to earth side of him. But then there was then there was the side that who really believed in what he did as a teacher. He believed in in the, that he was helping helping people forwards. He was yeah. giving people opportunities and resources. And I think that was something he always did. He always did for us too. Yeah. And yeah. Then another side was was a fantastic love of, of the arts of poetry and music and oh, right. smuggling me into a jazz concert at a very early age. And, oh, really? Uh, I didn't know that. You haven't told me that. Ah, I remember, oh, well, I remember yeah. you saying like he used to play, he had like uh, re- like records of poetry <laughs> readings, I think, that he used to play, That's right? right. I yeah. still got them. One day we should sit down and if we can find a, a record player, we should just, he also used to play, I don't know if you've heard of, Under Milk Wood, uh, um, a piece by Dylan oh, yeah. Thomas, he, yeah. and I have that. I still have that record of his too. We should sit down and listen to. And he played them very loud late at night when we were supposed to be asleep. The other thing that didn't really fit in with the picture of him was that he used to love football, and he used to he used to watch football matches on the television late at night as well. And he'd always shout when the when they scored goals. And so oh, really, <laughs> it doesn't that doesn't seem like it fits in. Like I mean, like with how I remember him as well. Yeah. But what but about the, the what about the jazz club? What was, what happened there? No, that was just uh, I can't remember how old I was, but he he was keen on jazz and. And decided to take take me to um, I think it was Acker Bilk who was playing in Bristol, if I remember. But I mean, long, long, long ago, and and I was really a bit too young to go in, but I got in anyway. <laughs> and then uh, and then we used to go to listen to very modern poetry readings and poetry sessions as well. We're talking back in the in the sixties now. Yeah. So that was, and I think no, I don't know whether the dance came from him. I think the dance came for us came came a bit later on. Yeah. But a wonderful, wonderful man, full of yeah, he's led us all in some way to yeah. where we are. Yeah, I mean I have a ton of, of great great memories from him as well. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. Well, um yeah. This has been a long time. Turn the walk. record turn the recorder off now, go back to normal. <laughs> All right, hang on. I'm going. I'm, I'm 
okay, let me try and shut it off. Hang on.